river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 15. So, when last we left you, you had another short kingdom turn. Yes. Um, and then talked strategy and decided you were going to roll off down to Hagrolka's, the area of Hagrolka's kingdom and look for some slaves to rescue, uh, bits to ruin, that kind of thing. Yeah, or at least look for where have they might be. Have a poke. Yeah. Um, and yes. Poke it with a stick. You are welcome to proceed to do so. Cool. So, um... You're also welcome to go and buy fabulous magical items before you leave. So yep. I want another potion of invisibility and a potion of cure light wounds. Yep. Cure moderate wounds. Yep. You procure, procure such things trivially. So it's 300 for the potion of cure mod? 300 for both. They're both second level. Yeah, spells. that's what I thought. Okay, so... I'm just going to buy them both out of the party fund at this point. You you can buy more complicated versions if you're so inclined. They're all higher cost. Yeah, no, no. Still second level spells, but there's there's generally very little incentive to do it. It's not. Um, you're generally better to buy two potions of invisibility than you are to buy one at a higher cost level. Yeah, yeah. Unless no. you've got a really specific need for it, where you have to be invisible for five minutes, not three. Kind of yeah, thing. but um, I want a potion of invisibility for Bryn as well, just in case we want to do some really extra, extra scouting. Mm-hmm. And um, I want another potion of cure moderate for Kaylin because yes. you're drunk. She, she doesn't have all that supernatural sort of stuff that Sandra Bisky had, which just disappear in front of people. Yeah, yeah. Could actually hide the hard way. Yeah, on the other hand, if you took, say, um, Sandra Visky out in the wilderness, you'd starve and die. <laughs> Talia, you wound me. <laughs> I was a high wisdom rogue. Really? I believe I had 12 wisdom. That's, That's pretty impressive. Good. That is a plus one to survival chance. It's pretty good for a rogue. Let yeah. us see you do that. Yeah, admittedly, that's about Caleb's survival, so fair ha! point. You know what I'm really excited about? What's that? At some point we're going to be doing stuff later on and, you know, the Kingdom of Stagfawn is going to be an established thing and mm-hmm. stuff. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. Okay, so yes, so um, Bryn and Kaylin are... It is... What month? What the hell month is it? Um, it is the month of Cthona. Yep. Start of winter. 
Yep. But for once, I'm not adventuring with corn when it's really cold. Yep. Um, however, I'm sure Bryn doesn't mind, and Tristan can stay north when it's warm. Um, we are heading southwards in the direction of the troll city in A10, which is a completely unexplored hex. Yep, okay, with you. So, headed there, down through, um, down through where, basically? Um, valid question. Uh, is, isn't it? I think on the whole, um, let's see. Helen's got a ring of swimming now, right? We don't have to go round the rivers. Um, just basically, um, straight south from the temple, crossing a couple of, straight south from the temple, um, yep. over the, um, over the, what is it, the Skunk River. Yeah. Um, a bit round north of the Lizard Folk Village for preference, so, um, past where the side tree was. And then descending down through B9 style of thing? Yeah, descending down, well, probably, um, yeah, B9, that's yep. it. Yep, through B9 and into the Troll City case. No problem. So, you do indeed have your ring of swimming. Yep. Um, and ergo, your bring swim checks are so collectively good that the river poses no obstacle. Rivers pose yep. no obstacles to you. Yep. I mean, I know that we still have to get my horse across, but I figure with the two of us, yep. we can basically help the horse. Yep. Plus, it's pretty difficult for it to fail its swim check particularly badly, given its. Uh, so you come down here. So, um, how many days is that? Because uh, that's quite a few forest hexes. Don't have a road south. Uh, by the time you get to Hagrokas, um, not we get in the vicinity yeah. of Hagrokas, that will be about three days. So. Okay, so it is the eleventh of Kastona. Well, or possibly the twelfth. No, I'm checking your random encounters and things. Yep. Yes, it is the. It, it, a couple of days pass. Um, you are experiencing light snow, yep. which is making it very mildly hard to travel, but it will also make it a great deal easier to track things if you are so inclined to do so. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, depending on what you're tracking. Yep. If it's stuff that's relatively immediate, it's really easy to find. If it's stuff that's several days old, it's really hard to find. So. Yep. Um, okay. And you come down here and... Are you aiming to head to Hagrokka's actual city? Um, what I want to do is explore A10. Yep. And, you know, if there's stuff in it that we feel requires action, we will, um, we'll look to doing that. Yep. But, um, because we know, um, and then if we can successfully explore A10, then I want to scout by watching Hagrokka's actual city and doing sneaky scouting and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Sense. I mean, the the slave mission requires us to work out which hex has the farm with his slaves in it and actually investigate that, but we're just kind of generically poking things to see what falls out at this stage. Okay. So, so that'll take you about two days to explore through that hex because it is quite heavily forested. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
three three days would be normal for a forested hex, I believe. I thought it was two days for a regular hex, three days for a forested hex. Ah, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was looking at the going going much faster one, right, which yeah. you're not actually doing. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Can you make me listen checks? Okay. Have we done any days of exploring at this point? Nope. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. Seventeen. So you, <laughs> you, you have been down here. Run still kicks my ass, you, right? Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, by ten without blinking. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a sixteen. I can't do much better than that. Uh, she has. It's not my fault. Slamming isn't it? Listen isn't a classical for me. Anyway. Twelve more points and listen. Twelve more. Um, Bonus, uh, 12 higher bonus listen than you do. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, the two of you are making your way through here. In this hex, you've sort of been in here uh, maybe three, four hours, exploring around the top of it, um, and you hear a loud thumping and dragging noise of a couple of footsteps through the trees, kind of thing. Boom, crash, crash, thump. Boom, crash, crash, thump. Yep. Something moving with great subtlety towards yep. you. Alright, we're going to hide and see what the deal is. Yep. And Bryn will hush you. Uh, making a hide check of 27. Uh, with Kaelin supplying a thoughtful minus 4. Unless you already factored that in. Uh, no, I did not. That was 23. Um, which. You hear this thumping and banging and crashing and two guttural voices talking to each other in a language that you don't speak but you could, but which you would probably recognise as a giant, giant. Yep. Um, and as you hide in the bushes a pair of trolls go past um, you, as a mercenary you'd pretty easily recognise the concept they're actually, they have weapons out they are looking round not, not sort of actively rustling the trees as they go through, but they're basically on patrol here. Yep. Actual scouts keeping an eye out for trouble and things. Yep. You, you of course, have basically the same concept working in your kingdom. Yep. Um, and they are actually taking a really good look around. You know, they, they don't necessarily shake down every tree they go past, but they are actually stopping, looking around, ooh, nah, bleh, 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 to each other in giant. Look around, move on, check the ground a bit, that sort of thing. Uh, they're making a, a really good effort to try and find anyone that might be here, but they do not find you. Sweet. Okay. But, but not by much. Alright, good to know. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kaelin's loud clankiness is not an asset in these regards. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. And, and we keep going. That is day one. Uh, okay. 11th Cathona. Day two, give me another listen check. Okay. Yep. Uh, 16. You hear the same thing again. We hide again. Not necessarily the exact same. Yeah, yeah, but another, the sound of another couple of scouts. Yep. And Bryn tries to hide again. Getting a 33 on this one. Yep, Kaelin still provides a minus 4, but that is better. These guys look a lot less invested. Yeah. Um, It is exactly what you'd think. It's a patrol of trolls walking around again. However, there are three of them this time. Right, yep. And doing the same thing. Yep. 
So it it is becoming uh, apparent that it will not that strolling through here would not necessarily be terribly easy if you yeah. hadn't bought both the person who can hear the trolls coming and the person who can hide from them. Yeah. And you explore the hex. Um, you find nothing of any great note but forest and snow. Okay, so two 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 yep. days worth of exploring and day three. Oh right, sorry. That you, you when you said you explore the hex, you didn't mean you, yep, meant yep, you I explore. Mean you continue. Yeah. Save again. <laughs> uh, Seventeen on the listen. God, Caleb's wasting a lot of good rolls. Uh, let's see. That is this time. You are very nearly surprised by a group of trolls as they are moving a lot more quietly around, and you stumble into them. Uh, you yep. almost stumble into them. Seeing them only at the last minute with just enough time to make a high check. Yikes! Okay. Uh, which will be 25. And it, it would seem the closer you get to the stronghold, the um, less invested the guys are. Uh, yeah. These ones are not looking very hard. In fact, the reason you don't hear them is they're not moving, they're just kind of sitting around. Yeah. Sweet. But you basically come into a clearing and go. <laughs> Grab, pull yep. back into the bushes. Yeah. And then you come out to a tree line position where you're several hundred meters away from the city and can see it, and that sort of thing. Cool. All right, and we want to do some scouting of the city itself. Yep. Which I would imagine is going to be very much like scouting the Stag Lord's lair. We're going to find a nice commanding position like this one we're in here. And um, watch the city for a while, you know, like a day or two, and see what we can yep. discover. Can you give me knowledge, architecture, engineering? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, that would be a nineteen. I rolled poorly. Okay, so you haven't got a great look at this thing, um, but the city that they are living in has expanded out around a sort of fortress that's originally built and then it's expanded out and there's several more huts built and some vague walls around the outside and that kind of thing. Um, You're pretty sure the original fortress that the city was built on is of elven make. Um, Not necessarily... It it doesn't look to you to be hideously ancient like the other one, but, you know, a good good thousand years old style elven make. Yeah. As opposed to 10,000, like some of them you've seen. Yeah. Um, so the trolls have presumably just occupied it as opposed to have built it. Yeah. Um, and indeed, it looks like they have made some considerable, some effort to actually remove and chisel out. It looks like a bunch of the buildings don't really have doors so much as archways, and you'll recognize where basically the stone has been smashed and cracked and then vaguely smoothed with tools to make them large-sized doorways. Yeah. To make it more inhabitable for large-sized creatures. Yeah. I can hear all the archaeologists I know wincing. The elves tend to over-design everything, though, so the insides are probably actually quite sufficient for for troll-sized living, albeit perhaps slightly too small. Yeah. Um, and you watch this there is this fortress there are a variety of basic wooden constructed huts all around the place um, 
and, and when I say that, I mean dozens and dozens and dozens of them. It's an actual working city, functionally. Yeah. Um, there are walls that don't look awesomely difficult to penetrate on a personal level. You could climb over them. Yeah. Um, there is a gate to the main entrance to the city, or r- rather a gap in the walls that has been manned by some trolls. Yeah. Um, and there is not a lot of comings and goings from here. Yeah. Um, as you watch with if, as you watch this for about three hours, you will see a handful of a co- little convoy of three wagons um, being driven by what being driven by what appear to be elves come rolling in through the city gates. They stop the trolls, you know, speak very briefly to them and gesture inside, and the wagons roll inside, roll up to the fortress, and roll in. Um, other than that, not a lot of comings and goings in about a three-hour period. Oh, okay. How long do you sort of want to watch it for? I probably want to watch it for a decent chunk of time. Yep. Uh, the wagons come back out, um, looking much lighter on their tread about an hour later. They've yep. presumably come in, unloaded a bunch of stuff, and then left again. Yep. And head back the same way they came. All right. Which direction are the wagons going in? They are going east. Uh, so into B10? Into B10. Alright, I think actually what we probably want to do is follow those wagons, because that and would give us some assessment of where the farms might be. They they are perhaps oddly completely unguarded, there's no troll escort with them or anything. Yeah, I did, do the, find that the, weird. The elves just appear to be driving themselves. Yeah. Alright, um, does this qualify us as exploring the text? If functionally, yes. You know where the city is, you don't know what's in it. Yeah. But it's not like you're going to come down and try and settle it while the troll city is sitting here. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, I'm perfectly happy if you to flag it as explored. You know everything except what's in the ruin. Yeah. Sweet. Flag is explored. And I'm happy to... If you'd rather, I'm happy to put three of three on the basis that I don't... mustn't qualify as explored until I've dealt with the city. I I really don't think you're going to inadvertently claim the hex and build a city here. No. All right, um, and heading into beat, following the wagons. Mm-hmm. See where they're going. Um, and while you are wandering, a survival check. She can assist Bernard if you so desire. Sounds good. I make my assist check. She gets plus two. Ah, uh, sadly. She will fail that one. That's fine. Um, she finds several tracks around to indicate troll comings and goings to the city, but they don't suggest anything that you don't already know. I mean, trolls you know, come, trolls, trolls go. Trolls come, trolls go. There are probably some patrols out and about. Yeah. Um, there are troll footprints vaguely going to the east and the south as well, so they're not just all heading north, but the stronghold is basically at the bottom of this hex. Yeah. Okay, it's not. I've got it, the troll city marked at the very bottom. And you're going to head east, and yep. I presume you've left after these wagons have gone, rather than trying to chase them down directly. Yeah. But following them is absolutely trivial. Yeah. Re- There's re- two perfect line wagon tracks. Yeah. Re- re- recent wagon trail should be pretty pretty un. I think Caitlin could probably have a crack at following that one, even absent of track, even absent track. Uh, there's, there's no question that Caitlin can follow it effortlessly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, 
Yes, it, it requires only the rudimentary intelligence level necessary to um, the, the only, only the rudimentary intelligence level necessary to know that these straight lines mean wagons, mm-hmm. which is especially easy when you've seen the wagons make them. Yeah. Okay. And you follow the wagons. Um, once you're well out of sight of the troll stronghold, are you going to endeavour to ride them down and overtake them? Uh, or merely continue to follow them? Just want to continue to follow them. I just want to know where they're going. Yep. And are you following for speed or following for stealth? Stealth, definitely. Right. Um, I will say if I'm doing anything in the troll hexes that is not stealthy. Mm-hmm. As, as you basically creep through the forest and the snow-covered trees and things, following these wagon trails, can you give me a spot check? Uh, six. The kind of brilliant spotting everyone's come to expect from Caleb. And room is on 24. Yeah, that's why I brought it. You will succeed. Um, and then a hide check as well. Uh, well, that um, I'm kind of relying yep. on Brit there. Caitlin will contribute his minus uh, four, big burly and wearing heavy armour. That would be a nine with the one on the dice. Right, yep. That's fine, I think you get seen at that Does point. Does she desire to re-roll it? Uh, I think not. It sounds more exciting. Okay. So... What you see as you're sort of sneaking along at this, um, moving through the tree line in the snow, Bryn freezes, looks to the left of the wagon track, um, her eyes go wide, and she gestures to you and points to something, um, and she says, Hunter! Points up there, and what you can see is up, sitting atop a little ridge of the hill... Um, it would be actually a little more difficult to see if it wasn't snowing but hunched down over the hill lying flat to the ground eyes watching this this wagon trail that you were walking across uh, there is a large creature um, which looks it is large, scaled, green has wings and a great serpentine neck and a tail it looks like a dragon oh my goodness what colour dragon? A, it is green scale, like a the gr- trees around it. A green dragon. Okay, then. Alright. Because we did have a rumour that there was a dragon down here. Yes. And uh, now you see one. Yes. Do, do you want to re-roll the hijack now, or not? Uh, does it look like it's after us, or does it look like it's after them? Uh, it, it, it depends whether it sees you or not. Yeah. Uh... So obviously it's not going to react to you if it doesn't see you. It's just, it, it is just sitting here, however, it's definitely not chasing them. You don't see it moving. How many hero points does Bryn have? All of them. Sweet. Okay, then yes, we will 
she can't re-roll a high check. I mean, you're welcome to just be seen. <laughs> it doesn't make it. It's entirely up to you. Fight with the dragon. It does sound exciting, but you know. Entirely up to you. How many hero points do you want? Two, thank you. Tristan's card, the unicorn and the big sky. Mm-hmm. So, yes, no, maybe? Uh, no, I think we're okay with being seen. Okay. So... Bryn sees the thing, turns Hunter, and you see it, and its eyes narrow as it sees you, and it takes off immediately from its position. You know, it's a good couple of hundred meters away. Yep. And starts flying towards you over the tree line. Right. Um, you have no knowledge, Arcana, do you? I do not. So, you have the basic knowledge of what a dragon is. Um, it's a large. Uh, something breathing creature. You have heard, you know, that, that almost all of them breathe a variety of fire, lightning, whatever. Yeah. Something. Um, that they are, um, you know, quite dangerous because they're dragons. Yeah. Surprisingly. The bigger they are, the more dangerous they are. So this one's only large. So yep. it's not a hideous kingdom eating monstrosity. It's yep. merely a dangerous predator. Um, and that they are quite intelligent and capable of conversing. Some of them are incapable of casting spells, as you understand it. Yep. Um, and most of them have a variety of immunities to the sort of things that they are of the type of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts flying towards you. Yep. What, if anything, do you want to do about this? Um... I, we won't necessarily move into initiative if you're just going to stand there and watch it come closer for a couple of rounds style of thing. But uh, I think... Um, or you can run away, or you can start opening fire on it with ranged weapons, or... Um, d- can I assess, is it, is it coming... It's clearly coming towards us to engage us in something. Does it look like... It's, it's quite definitely seen you, there's no yeah. question of that. Does it look like it's coming in, you know, in kind of an attack profile waiting to get close enough to stab it, to, to breathe fire, or whatever? Let's assume it's fire for the... Yeah, yeah. Attack it, with its breath weapon. Or um, is it coming over to, you know, talk, threaten... Eat, kill... Uh, that sounds... Like a sense motive check? It does sound like a sense motive check. Right. Uh, it's a sense motive that minus four penalty. Yep. Because it's... A it's dragon. Very yeah. obviously a dragon. It's, it's got a completely different body language to what you're used to. Uh, that would be a nine. And that would be a... Twenty for Britain. Sweet. Plus in any bonus that she has that may have to sense motive. She will... Uh, oh, no. Rolls a 20, bonus 4, ah, yes, minus 4. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, she will sort of react alarmed and ducks down instinctively into the snow to sort of hide like a wolf. Um, and then looks at the and says, <sighs> not, uh, Eyes not narrowed. Throat not flared. Not ready to attack. We can surprise it. <laughs> well, if it's not tra- if it's not coming in to attack us, let's see what it wants. It's, it's um, 
can probably spit fire in that from a longer range than we can, so I'm not sorry if it wants to close. If it want, doesn't want to fight us, I'm not sorry if it wants to get a bit closer to us. And you know that some kinds of dragons are naturally evil and some are naturally good, but that's kind yeah. of useless to you in the act of knowing what this particular one is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Crap, so I don't know that green dragons are naturally evil then? Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Well, that's assuming it's a green dragon. Right, yeah. As opposed to a dragon that is green. green. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, it roars towards you. Um, flap, 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 flap. Crosses the distance, you know, comparatively quickly. You're yep. only waiting for it for three, four rounds. Yeah. Um, and it will land atop a tree with a big thud, and there's the shaking of snow falling out as it lands across atop a big heavy tree, and then snakes the head down towards you. Um, It will speak to you in Teldane, albeit in a, in a fairly weird, growly voice. Cool, because I don't speak to Con, okay? Who are you that walks these lands with weapons? You are not allowed them. Interesting. Because you're pretty obviously wandering around in full plate, strapped yeah. down with a million great swords and all of this. Yeah. Um, so, just quick question: Did the elves have weapons? Uh, not obviously. Yeah. But then you wouldn't really expect them to. Yeah. Like driving their wagon, they don't traditionally do it with long swords in hand, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, if they had weapons tucked away on the wagon, you'd have never seen them. My name's Kaylin. So no, they didn't. But you don't find it unusual. Yeah. You are now my prisoners, slaves. Put your weapons and armor down. No. This doesn't have to get ugly, friend. We can just turn and walk away. (laughs) You do not know where you are. He he looks at you, man thing. Mm -hmm. Not quite getting the half-orc thing, obviously. This, you trespass in Hagrolka's monster kingdom. You have walked the wrong lands, and now you are our prisoner. Man-things are not allowed here, unless they serve us. You will serve us. Put down your weapons and your armor. There is nowhere to run. You are surrounded on all sides. And I am Skullnar. Prince of the forests. I would enjoy devouring you, but Hagroka needs slaves. He is incidentally standing out of your melee range at this point because he's on top of a tree. Yep. The head is snaked vaguely down to talk to you, but he's still a good 20 feet up. Still yep. thing. And you're welcome to roll another sense motive check. Uh, four. Uh, zero. Okay. You, you can yep. take whatever you want from it. Yep. Vegeta merely waves at you. Then parting will use full combination. And he snakes his head back a little and waits for you to 
inevitably drop your weapons and surrender. Yep. Bryn has no weapons out per se, and neither do you. Yeah. Because you don't tend to walk around with them. On the other hand, you're so obviously strapped down that they could have to be blind to fail yeah, yeah. to recognise. Chances of running a dragon. Not good. Fight. <laughs> Alright, um and um Kaelin will I presume you're probably actually up on your horse at this point, given Bruns doing the dragon. Yeah, seems reasonable. Yeah. And um if I'm up on my horse, yeah. then I've got a lance. Yeah. You know what people fight dragons with? Lances. Yeah, in mythology maybe. Yeah. <laughs> In D&D, where they're at the top of trees. Okay, yeah, yeah, good point. Alright. Uh, to be honest, actually, you're on your horse and you have the lance, you could probably get a stab off at it yeah. while it's sitting on top of the tree. Yeah. As soon as it takes off, you're a bit fucked. Yeah. No, I think on the whole... Um, no. Right, I'll sort of give a little nod to Bryn. Three, two, one... Duck and cover, girl. <laughs> Duck and cover, less. Split up. You'll have to come down to get it, to get at us. That sounds like three, two, one bluff check to me. Yep. Uh, thirteen. So you're looking to her. I assume you're not you're shouting this no. at her so much as you know making a little one. And as you're doing that, it sort of leans the head down and says. <sighs> Surrender, or I will feast upon your bones. And continue to talk. I will rend your limb right now. Two, three, now we go limb from limb. And right, you start doing things. Yep. Sweet. Initiative. Yep. Probably should use the tractor. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Probably you should use the tracker if you'd be so good. Maybe it was an excessively poor decision not to re-roll that high check, but this will certainly be interesting outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit worried if he's surrounded on all if we are surrounded on all sides, but I'm hoping he was lying about that. Kaelin got an 18 on the initiative. Five for Bryn. Uh-huh. And eight for Abercrack, friend. Okay. Uh, Skelna? Skel. Skel. Skelna. Skelna. Skel. Yeah, Skelna the dragon. Would you like any little worrying question marks? Uh, General uh, principles, perhaps? <laughs> I'll take a worrying question mark at three and two, so both on the front. Okay. And the two of you are basically about 20 feet down from this thing, you know, maybe 10 feet back from it style of thing. Yep. Um, 
it's sitting atop a fairly thick, heavy, snow-covered tree. I can draw this on the map, but I suspect it will get quite mobile. Yeah. So, um, and there are a wide variety of snow-covered trees and shrubs and bushes all around you. So, so there's I- innumerous things to duck behind yeah. fairly easily. Alright, so what Caelan wants to do is... Um, Split up for like him and Bryn kind of standing next to each other, or yep. rather him on a horse. Very much so. Um, he gets off the horse, goes one way. Bryn goes the other way. Yep. The theory being the dragon has to come and hides behind things. The theory being the dragon has to come down to deal with us. Yep. Or if it breath weapons, it can only breath weapon one of us. Yep. Um, and uh, that's not unreasonable. Dragon. I don't. I may not know what kind of breath weapon it is. And in fact, yep. I don't. But I do know that dragons yes, it's have a well-known one. Concept that so stand, blah. standing next to each other, not a great move. It's not an awesome plan, but it's it's a plan. Yeah, the thing is, depending on what it is, it's either lines, cones, or burst effects. Yeah, that, that's but getting I, a bit beyond. Way, it, it's getting a bit beyond Kalen's knowledge, but he can grasp standing next to each other, not the best move. Yeah. So, do you want to stay mounted, or do you want to get off your horse? I want to get off my horse. Okay. So you're in a surprise round now, so you've got an action. Yep. But I can make a ride check, and if I pull it off, then it's a free action. Correct. And I get a 27 on yep, my ride. Yep, DC 20 is what you're looking for. Yep. So, so fast dismount, you are off your horse in a moment. Yep, and then um, I want um, 20 feet that way behind a tree. Yep. I obviously can't, you know, lie prone or do anything cutting with, with a surprise round, but duck 23 behind a tree. Yep, and, and more weapons, presumably. Yeah, um, I'll have the, um, I'll have Gatekeeper. Yep. That's my, um... Time to try it out thing, find out if this kind of dragon is vulnerable to acid or not. And so Bryn will then also duck away um, behind a tree and yank out net and javelin as she goes. Sweet. Okay, so both of us duck behind. I think she hasn't got quick draw, so it be one or the other. Uh, net. Yep. Okay. And that is your surprise round. Yep. And then you move back into initiative, then you move into initiative proper. Yep, Kalen is going to hold and see what the dragon does. Yep. What about your horse? Um, I will, um, uh, run that way. Yeah, you can basically smack it on the rear yeah, and right. give it a direct it to yeah. run off. Yeah, it's going to run. The, um, it makes it more difficult to get away, so I'm not giving it directive to yep. run as far as possible, I'm giving it directive to head backwards that way. Can you give me a handle animal check then? Yeah. Uh, 20. Okay. So, the horse will move off about 40 feet old. Sweet, that's what I'm looking for. um, Because it's an intelligent dragon, not a dim goblin, or it doesn't seem like the brightest dragon, but, um, you know, it's certainly smarter than the goblins. I'm presuming it's going to prioritise us as targets over the horse, but... I'm making it a little harder for it to get to the horse without completely removing the opportunity of getting on the horse and running like hell. Although yeah. it could take hell a few rounds to get up to the horse. So, you go on hold. It... Good. I always have to wait too long for prey. The powerful wings flap. It takes off. Uh... And basically jumps trees over past Kalen's one to the other side and is looking down at you from the top of the tree. 
breathes out mightily. Um, and this, as it breathes out, this sort of thin green mist sort of just wafts gently out towards you, but very quickly in almost a little line, and then as it gets down towards you, it goes, it starts to fog out and fills this fairly large cloud of this cloying green mist that seems to cling to everything. And can you make me a reflex it? Uh, 17. Okay. You duck back behind the tree and somewhat move out of the way. Cool. And the rest of the mist seems to eat and burn at you. Yep. Acid. Cloud. Uh, can you take five damage? Yep. And that is it. Yep. Um, Bryn will dash out. Yep. Um, Kaylin will step in after her. She will be able to jump up, so she is vaguely in range of this. Which she should succeed at trivially doing up a 20 foot tree. Yeah. Yep. As she runs forward, she leaps into the air, throws the net at the dragon, and then lands at the foot of the tree again. Yep. And makes a touch attack against it. And the net ensnares it. Sweet. That'll make it a bit less mobile. Yeah, now I have to see if nets stop it flying. Yeah. Which would be very useful. Yes, yes, it would. Well, I suspect only for the round necessary for the dragon to get back out of the net, but that could still be good. Uh, net, 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 net. Uh, you may entangle creatures up to large. You cannot charge or run. You can only move half speed. This condition is like another condition, which you'll have to look up in the back of the book. So, yes, it can fly, albeit much more slowly. Yeah. Um, at which point, Bryn will hang on to the bottom of, hang on to the rope at the end of the net. Yep. So she is endeavouring to restrain it with her strength. Yep. Okay. Um, now, um, it is 20 foot up a tree. It is 20 foot up a tree. So, to get up to it, I would need to either make a jump check um, to climb the tree. Yep. Or um, to, to jump up and stab it. Yep. Or I would need to. Um, hold my action because the little girl was coming home. Right. So you have treed a dragon. Yes. And, and, an awesome, and an awesome plan with no possible flaws. And, and now you want to know about stabbing it? Yes. Um. So, that's what I was looking up before. Because I presumably need to get 10 feet in the air with the lance, or 15 feet in the air with the sword. Um, right, so, DC 15 climb check to get up there. Yep. Um, where you can jump up. Which is a fifteen with a lance, twenty-five with a um, 
with with something without reach. Right. So it's fifteen feet either. But is there a disadvantage of being in the tree? Like, does that? Oh, I guess if it makes me flat-footed. That wouldn't matter anyway. Uh, yes, in that you'd actually have to like climb up and stand in the tree. Yeah. They're quite big trees, though, so it's yeah. quite doable. Um, the up and the downside would be then you're in melee with the dragon. Yeah. So if it flies away again, it provokes from you, style thing. Whereas on a jump, it's fine yes. because you just land again. Yeah. But the same is true for you. Yeah. Yeah, my jump is very marginally better than my climb, and I don't desperately want to stand in melee with a dragon. No, I will um, change weapons out for the lance yep. and endeavour to jump, jump up and hit the dragon with the lance. So this is my jump check. I do not make it. Yeah. So you jump up and you swing, but you are well short. Yep, that's alright. I suppose technically you have another move action if you want it, but I'm not sure what you do with it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm climbing the tree to get in yeah, Given that you could jump up again, but... Um, yeah, but I can't stab the dragon, and getting in melee with the dragon doesn't appeal greatly. Actually, um, though, I will draw a potion. Yep. Um, I'm now holding my potion of jumping. Oh, um, and I will change weapons again mm-hmm. and um, be holding my um, bastard sword in one yep. hand. Yep. I can't wield it in two hands without two hands, but I can hold it in one hand. I just can't stab things with it. I would think. I believe you actually can. You're merely horribly penalised. Sweet, that's so. fine. That's fine. Presumably it wouldn't be worse than the penalty for being untrained with a weapon. No, no, they're, they're all the same, minus four. Yeah, lines. so I can, I can make a minus four single-hand attack with it. Right. No, no, you can't. Yep. You have to be trained to use it one-handed. Yep, okay. Period. Um, alright, so... Where were we in the Um, two question mark thingies. Yep. Uh, move, go out on hold. Okay. And it is Team Dragon. Okay. Regrettably, our sole achievement is getting it in the net, which means presumably now it breaks out of the net. Yeah, it's not going to be able to get terribly far otherwise. So, it will struggle around and fight and try and get out of the net. at the net, but does not break it. Oh, okay, sweet. Bends and stretches and, you yep. know, breaks three or four ropes but doesn't yep. tear the thing clean a twain. And nets, nets, netting the net. Looking at what kind of action that is, I assume it's probably a standard uh, uh, full round of text. Yep. It sits on top of the tree and thrashes and kicks. Sweet. And snaps, snaps three or four ropes out of the net, but um, yep. does not accomplish anything. Go, go, Bren. And it is her. Okay. And Bren will then. Yes. 
will as she's under the tree. So she will jump up, um, swings, jumps, jumps up again, um, swings a bite and a punch at it um, as she can as she jumps up and flurries it. Yep. Um, and this is going to be a very boingy fight at this rate. First one's going to be a stunning fist. Yep. Which will miss. And the second one will miss as well. That's one. Oh, wait, actually. Sorry. It does have an AC penalty. A minus two AC penalty for its dexterity dropping. Uh, so the, first, the second one will still flat miss by miles. The first one will hit, however. Uh, so she jumps up, basically swings, jumps up with a jumping uppercut. It dodges out of the way of that one. Then she grabs it by the throat with her teeth and sort of hangs off the side of the dragon going (laughs) until it finally shakes her off. She lands back on her feet and it (laughs) gags and clutches at its throat and generally staggers around and becomes stunned. Sweet! It drops its held items, which is irrelevant, loses some AC, loses its dexterity bonus to AC, and on its next round goes ack, ack, ack. Oh, okay. And we're back to Talon. Yes. Alright, um... Just trying to work out what to do, because I, I want to get up into the tree with it. Because mm-hmm. if I drink my potion of jumping, that's my standard action. It would make me much better able to jump up into the tree on the following round, but it does mean I miss the stunned round. Yep. Um... On the other hand, um, your other alternative is to jump up. You, you, you Probably is. You've got to make the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. climb, or climb. Up. Yeah, that was a, that was what I was worried about. But the thing is, I have to make the climb. Although, actually, I could try to make the climb, and if I fail that, I'd still have a standard, correct? Uh, yes. But I can't climb stuff a tree with stuff in my hands, so yeah, that's Yeah, unfortunately, you can quick sheath your blasted sword, but because you haven't got lightning draw, you can't quick sheath your potion. No. So you'd have to just leave it on the ground. No, that's right. I will. Can I jump into the tree? Uh, in what sense? Like, I can make jump cheeks to jump up to the dragon. Can I make a jump cheek to land in the tree? Uh... As in you want to jump to the top of the tree. To where the dragon is in the tree. Like climbing up, but with using jump instead. Yeah, sure, it's just a hell of a lot harder to jump to. Yeah. Then jumps from 25 to a, to a 35. Right, yeah, that is pretty hard. There's a 25 jump check, and I have... Yeah, no, it's much... Alright, I slide my plus 20 potion of jump. Yeah, and jumping up, falling down the tree, and catching yourself on it is re- retardedly hard. Yeah. Unless you're a master climber, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I will drink my potion. Blood. Your jump check goes up by 10. 20. 20? It's a good potion of jump. Ah. I wrote it down specially. Okay. So my jump check goes up by 20, and I will two-hand my bastard sword. I bet it's still lower than Brunes. Quite possibly, but she's naturally sporting you, whereas yep. I am not. Um, it, however, it is now 22, which means I can make plus 25 jump checks relatively easily. You can now jump up into the tree if you so desire, given yep. that you've still got the move action and there's no real percentage not to. Yep, sounds good. I will take a swing at jumping into the tree. And I fail to do so. Which I would imagine means I jump into the tree and then fall back out of the tree. 
because I got a 25. Pretty much. You jump up but don't land somewhere where you don't get quite high enough to get yep. your footing. So I just kind of skid back out of the tree. That's right. However, I am now for the rest of this fight. Captain jumps a lot. Cross up my front and jump. And it is Mr. Guests. How much is a balance check of four going to challenge you? Uh, I've got a negative three to balance, so I could make it on seven or better. Okay, so not awesomely. Yeah. I it's it's big, thick, fat branches up there. Right. Yeah. Big, big table-sized things, but it's still. Yeah. No, that's all right. Now that I've got, now I've got, now I've got my plus twenty bonus. I don't mind so much. I am happy to continue to be. I'm happy to be Captain Jumps a lot now that I have my bonus. Okay. And. Skelner sort of I presume question marks the remaining health yep. cool. coughs out some vague little splurts of, of goo yep. out of his throat and then shakes this off yep and it's Bryn's turn yep. uh, same again with knobs on yep Bryn actually can't fail jump checks there's very little point in yep. worrying about that she will flurry it again first one then starting first yep uh, and flat missed them both by miles. That's fine. And then Kalen is going to try and make a jump check. Yep. Uh, which he pulls off. Yep. So he successfully <laughs> makes 27... Did just right. ...into the tree with the gatekeeper, and takes a swing at the dragon with gatekeeper. Yep. And then remember, the dragon's still at a minus two penalty to AC. It hasn't gotten the net off. Yeah. Oh, that was very nice. It's also penalties to attack and that sort of thing. Yep. Um, 26... Which, as you land up next to it, yeah. it claws feet. It claws feet feebly at the net. Right, yeah. Up next to it because you're actually moving through its threatened range at that point. Right, yes, fair enough. Uh, so that's a twenty-six to hit. Okay, and you smack into it. Cool. All right, and then um, so some of this damage is going to be acid, which may be you know completely you, effective you, or extra effective. Or something. I, I wouldn't bother rolling it. Um, you will notice as soon as you hit it. That the acid from Gatekeeper basically melts off onto it and just sheens off its scales and it's melts in, some chunks of tree. Yeah, I thought forest dragons were immune to acid, but green dragons were immune to acid. But it's, Caleb it's, either, it's either immune or sufficiently um, resistant that the D6 is not going to worry it. Sweet. Okay, so it's just 16 points of regular damage then. Yeah. On the other hand, the horrible slashing damage. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'll use the great sword instead because. Um, it's nearly as good a weapon, and it's all straight damage. Does, does actually cut straight through its hide and yeah. bleeds through. Yeah, but Kalen would use Gatekeeper for his first move because it's a slightly better sword, and he doesn't know forest dragons are immune to acid. Uh, besides, I hit a dragon with a sword. That was a good rap. That felt good. Oh, and I presume Skelna, despite taking a few solid hits, still looks relatively fine. Yeah, he's certainly bleeding from several points. We wounded him slightly. Yeah. <sighs> This is why human prey is not supposed to have weapons. <laughs> yeah, that would make it a lot easier for him. <laughs> uh, going to eat you? No. And endeavors to bite down on you with its jaws. Now I jumped out of, up to the tree and then back down. I wasn't trying to jump into the tree. Oh, okay, fair enough. You said that was a thirty-five jump check. I didn't want to do it anymore. No, it's only a twenty-five jump check if you're jump if you're not jumping into the tree. Right. Yeah. That, that's why I wanted to do it. No, I'm I'm on the. I jumped up into the tree to stab him and then slid down again. Okay. 
made my 25 jump check for that, so... Right. That being the case, then he will... Uh, <sighs> breathe down at yep. the pair of you again now. Yep. Now, um... Is Bryn standing on the same side of him as me? Yeah, pretty much, because she's got to be jumping up and down. Right. And going to the other side of the tree is going to give him huge advantages. Right, okay. Because then having to jump through all the branches, land up behind him, or run into him. Yeah, no worries. So, reflex save. Oh, no, Hannah, I bet she can make the reflex save. Caelan can't, however. Caelan fails. Somewhere in this acidic mist, Bryn dodges round it entirely, yep. and just seems to avoid every part of it. Of course she's got evasion. Good of course girl. she's got evasion. Second level might be All right, and Kaelin gets the full whack this time. Uh, that is ten points of damage. Yep. And is yeah. feeling a bit coffee on it. Moreover, you will notice at this point um, that the cloud down here seems to stay around. The other one has too. It's, it's faded away after a couple of rounds. Right. But it, that, that's been irrelevant because you've been wild away from it. Yeah. But you are still standing in an acidic fog at this point. Okay, good to know. And then that is him. Uh, it's Team Bryn. Yeah, his move action is not going to be fast enough to get him to the next tree, so he will just decline to take it. Yep. And I presume at this this time he wanted to hurt us rather than try and get out of yep. the net. Understandably. He's seeing his breath weapon who kicked in again. And that is Brin again. Yes. Jumping, punching, flailing, ninja fight. Yep. Uh, misses the stunning fist. Yep. Um, will pretty easily hit with the other one. And deals him nine points of damage. Whoa, good girl. Jumps up, sort of swings off the branches, kicks him in the kicks him in the side. It takes and flips back down again. It takes a special kind of wolf girl to be able to stand a dragon. That's the kind of wolf girl I have. Um, she is still standing in the cloud because she'd rather do that than give him extra cover and all that kind of thing. Yeah, because she's not that worried about it. Yeah, yeah, she can make it. She can make influence. Yeah. I'm worried about it. And you're up. Yep. Okay. So I'm worried about this acid cloud. Yep. What are my alternatives vis-a-vis being able to jump in the dragon while not standing in an acid cloud? So basically, it's sitting at the edge of the tree, leaning over, going right now yeah. at you. You're jumping up. You can move round to another side of the tree, at which point you're jumping up through branches. So you're effectively just trying to hit it with cover. Yeah. So it's, it's AC functionally improves. Okay. I'll take that. I would rather not stand in the cloud of acid. Yep. So I will give it an AC bonus and jump up through a different part of tree. Yep. And the cloud is not huge. You're only talking, you know, 10 feet or so, so you can move out of it and jump fairly easily. Yep. So I will move out of it and jump stab. Yep. So this is the jump. I make the jump. This is the stab. I crit threat on the stab. Now this is with my greatsword. I did say I was changing weapons. Yep. It is critable. Cool. Alright. I will... Just roll to confirm. You've got Bryn's through there as well. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, yeah, I will borrow one of Bryn's things. We really do kind of want to kill this thing. Uh, It's kind of arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't matter. So you're going to confirm your crit automatically? I'm going to auto. I'm going to auto confirm my crit. Okay. Roll damage. Plus four. That was a good time to roll max damage. Roll max damage last time as well. Alright, so that is 12 plus 4 is 16 yep. times 2. It's 32. Yep. 
Uh, so, well, Kaelin gets a great. Kaelin, you know, it, it gets a um, you know, like let's say its kidneys are right under it, <laughs> straight up. And of course, its, its AC is irrelevant because um, you net twenty years. Yes, so I hit him. Yeah, and the cover is not relevant because you're not trying to confirm the crit. Yep. So. You duck around the side out of the acid cloud. The acid sort of clings to your skin and burns, yeah. and you. But but when you move, it does get brushed away by the air being displaced by you moving. You duck around the side of the tree. You leap up through, leap up, sort of trying to carve your way through the branches. Have one on your way. Just kind of slice through it with the adamantine like grace sword, sword, which passes through the blade like which passes through the branch like butter. And Skull Skullner turns around. Sort of snakes the big serpentine hit around as you go. Ah, little man thing, I am going to. And as he sticks his head out, you leap up and lop it off. Oh, sweet! <laughs> that was enough, then, I take it. And, and his head goes dink, 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 and followed about ten seconds later by the thud of a dragon body falling out of the tree. Caelan will endeavour to dodge being landed on by a dragon. Uh, can you roll me a luck check to see which way it's falling? Uh, Seventeen. Okay, it is fall. It, it falls backwards away from the two of you. Score. Um, to be honest, I'm not deeply worried about it falling on Bryn. I mean, maybe if she was asleep and unconscious, it could hit her. <laughs> Bryn needs to make another reflex save because she still starts at the acid cloud. Yeah. Uh, which she dances out of the way. Roll seems to just duck, roll under it, and comes out the other side. Comes up, <laughs> looks round. Looks at the the dragon is pretty obviously dead with no head attached to it. Glances round to the trees for other threats. Looks round. <sighs> Good hunting. Bloody hellfire! And Caelan will sheathe the great sword, come over and give Bing a big burly hug. Ah, was this courting? Absolutely, I'm saying it was. We killed the dragon. You're amazing. I can't believe you, you you got it from you, you knitted it and you kept it from going out of the tree and you ripped its nearly ripped its throat out. I did not uh, take its head though. She goes over, picks up. Ooh, look, it's a dragon head. Couldn't have done it if you hadn't kept it in range. It could have just flown away any time. I never thought I've seen you use that net well, but I never thought you'd get something this big with it. Kill will come over and look at the dragon head. Well, that wasn't quite as subtle as I intended on, but wow. And Never thought will, I'd kill a dragon. She Never thought we'd kill a dragon. Retrieve her net, sort of side braid up a couple of the ropes, folded back up, and put it away again. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think it's a fair exchange if the net's a bit munted. <laughs> I think I'll take a net for a dragon. Okay, diplomacy check. <laughs> You're using this for your relationship point. You kill I, the dragon. I absolutely am using this for my relationship point because we killed a dragon. Mm-hmm. We killed a dragon. Right. I have exactly one slot with Bryn, and that is just enough. Okay, and your relationship with her improves to something. Thirteen. Yeah. Two points off my next thing I find out about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's. I, I just got everybody's first tier abilities, so Mikhail's. I've got yep. a relationship with Mikhail's on a fifteen, and um, everybody else is way lower than that, so. Yep. Yeah, a relationship with the two girls is better than the two guys. <laughs> well, we know Kaylin's a player. <laughs> well, the truth is, it's kind of Michaela 15, Bryn 13, Tristram 12, and Corwin 10, just because, you know, he's more difficult to have conversations with. <laughs> but I've got three slots with him, so, you know, if they come up, 
Kaelin is gonna, I, I guess, kick the dragon over, but I don't think dragons have stuff, per se. Yeah, you look over it. Um, if you want trophies of it in the ilk of taking its head, taking one of its teeth, claws, etc., etc., there's, there's plenty of options available to you. Yeah. Um, taking its head feels a bit weird, given it was an intelligent creature, but I would quite like a trophy. Yeah, it's it's not that big. I mean, he's a he's, it's a large creature, but it's only large the size of a horse, so its head's you know the size of the open book kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's very doable to take it salted. Yeah. And and take it. Um, absent of that, there's claws claws and fangs as well. I really want its head. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take its head. <laughs> Because I'm going to mount it in my palace because yep. I killed the dragon. Yep. <laughs> Me and Bird killed the dragon. You have its head. Yes. Okay, um, and then we're going to, I guess, look around the area. Like, um, yep. is there, like. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, roll me a uh, search check. Actually, search and survive will give you two different things, so you can roll on both. Okay, well that was the search one because yep. I, I just rolled a twenty. On, I just rolled a nineteen, so I got twenty on yep. my search, and then um, a nice solid uh, fifteen on my survival. Okay, so I'm glad I spent that fake point, but now was the time to k- kill it. Obviously, there's nothing here, but going a couple of hundred meters away to where you saw it, you then go looking round on its hilltop perch, and it looks like. Um, this is an off-used lookout kind of thing. Um, there's several large drag marks around to indicate the dragon shuffles around in this area, lands here frequently and everything else. So it, it must semi-frequently sit on this path, on this point of hill, hide because there's a good cover up there and watch for passing whatevers. Yep. Um, and when you go poking around up there, you will find um, w- what is pretty clearly the remnants of its last meal. Yeah. Um, you're pretty confident, based on the torn-off bits of ear you can find, this was an elf. Oh, dear. Um, who is very obviously long dead, pretty unidentifiable, um, and has a bunch of slightly bloodstained stuff that's been thrown off to one side. Yep. So we'll sort through his stuff, yep. and then give, and then we'll bury him. Yep. But um, not necessarily right away. We might actually carry the wrap the body up and carry it off and do it in a different area. Um, his stuff is actually quite well made, so if you want treasures, yes, unless he's got some kind of a last will and testament on it, I'm calling. I killed the dragon that killed him. Fine now. Here we go. Um, so he has a masterwork chain shirt. Nice. Uh, let me know if any of it's magical. Caitlin's yep. activating yep. his detect magic. A masterwork longbow that's exceptionally light. You think it's made of dark wood? Oh, no. nice stuff. Um, and his cloak is magical. Ooh, magic cloak. And it appears to be largely undamaged, despite having a couple of you know yeah. teeth marks that look like blood has punctured all the way through it, but it hasn't punctured quite through the cloak. Yeah. Um, rather ambitiously, all his arrows have just inscribed on them in that sort of very fine elvish hand, Dragon Hunter. Ah. <laughs> yep. I see I see where this is going. Um, several of them are snapped and broken. Yep. 
And none of them are magical. Yeah. So. Yep. His, his cloak is magical, the rest of it is not. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to try on the magical cloak. Yep. And just wear it for the moment. Again, once we're in a place I consider safer than this place, I'm going to have a little bit of a poke at it. Yep. Um, and um, the... Uh, just to see if I can work out what it does. Yep. And I'll tell you this while you're doing your treasure list out, because you'll yep. find this out pretty easily given what you're doing. Yeah. Um, when you put it on, you find that when you try and sneak through the woods and disappear, you do so more easily. It seems to change and blend in with the snow and the trees around you. It is a cloak of elven kind. Ooh. Which is the plus five to hide checks one. Ooh. Okay, Kaylin's just going to keep wearing that. Yeah, and and you'll find this out very rapidly because the next thing you're presumably going to do is, is hide. keep following the dragon. Yeah, tra- keep following the wagon. Yeah, no, I, I thought it might be a cloak of resistance, and my plan was to do some Bryn tries to kick me style yep. practice runs at it. Not that that would necessarily. No, no, you will find this out very easily because yep. as, as soon as elf, as soon as you finish up here, you're going to go back in the woods and hide. Yep. At which point, Bryn will go mm, like ghost. <laughs> well, less like like very only... shiny ghost. Play only one bear instead of several. Yes. Huh? There we go. Magical plus fives to hide and move silently. Caitlin is only slightly enormous and giant. Uh, and based on the creature's various track marks and that, Bryn can fairly easily lead you back to what she thinks is its lair. Score. Um, it, this seems to be a moderate distance away in the open of a few miles. It's going to take you an hour out of your way. Yeah. Do, do you care? Hell, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll we can pick up the wagon trail or another wagon trail another time. Yeah, this yeah. is what we're doing now. You you track it back to its lair, um, where you can smell sort of rotting meat coming out from it. Yeah. Uh, what it actually has is not so much a cave, which is pretty much what you're expecting, is actually a thicket of brambles. Yeah. That ha- that it is living under. Cool. Nice. All right. So what I'm going to do is I will have had the body of the elf on my horse. Yep. I am going to lay him out next to the lair. Yep. And then we'll bury him once we've investigated the lair because if there's any more intact bodies, we might bury them at the same time. Yep. And you crawl under there. Um, there is enough um, debris that you can assume there are several more bodies in here. Actually, sorting out what's what would be an incredibly messy task. Yeah, I'll probably go for a mass grave but, approach. But you would guess there are at least three or four other humanoid victims in here, as well as a bunch of animals. Yep, I'm not feeling bad about killing this thing. Um, what it doesn't have is is the other classic myth you've been told of dragons of the vast glittering horde of gold style of thing. Yep, Callum was definitely it, looking for that. It's just not here. Yep. What's here is there's there's a, a bunch of tattered equipment, which is basically some outdoor survivalist stuff. You know, blankets, cloaks, yep. boots, that kind of thing. Um, it looks like the elf was the most martially oriented thing that it's killed. The other the other victims appear to have more. You know. Trowels and farming equipment stuff on them. Yeah. Alright, well, things that look particularly personal, I'll kind of wrap the bodies in. Yeah. And the rest I'll just kind of leave tidily off to one side for someone who can use it. Yep. Um, so, um, is Carolyn's assessment, you know, this wasn't an exceptionally huge dragon. Was it maybe a bit small to have accumulated much of a horde? It, it certainly wasn't exceptionally huge. It was only horse size. Yeah. Um, it, Maybe like it was working on a horde, but it hadn't really got there yet. Style of thing. Yeah, you you don't know. Yeah, I'll ask Tristram. Among other things, um, this is Bryn is pretty confident that this is its lair. 
Yeah. But it's very obviously doesn't have piles of gold or anything around. Um, and, um, uh, among other things, um, it was talking about itself like it was in some sort of relationship with the two. two <laughs> no, Rolka. Yeah, although I would think if Rolka had a dragon, he would have to actually pay that dragon. Alright, um, so what we want to do um, is bury its victims. Yeah. In, in so far as we can. You yeah, know. yeah. Um, yeah. You bury the elf, you make a mass grave for the yeah, rest. Yeah. You know, uh, um, elf. elf Colin rubs off on you again. Yeah. Yeah, it's just habit now. <laughs> And um, very rough placades indicating an elf desire to desire to slay dragon. Oh, um, and um, other dragon victims. The other thing you will find is is getting the stuff out is actually mildly difficult, be it not terribly painful, because his, his lair is under the brambles and then in what's basically a deep pool in the ground. Yeah, the lake would be very strong, but it clearly lives underwater. Yep, good to know. All right, and um. What I want to do, when we make our way back, what I want to do is actually see if we can hide the dragon. Yep. So um, basically we'll roll, because the body's far too big to pick up, even for yep. me, but we'll roll it in a bit further into the bush and then like cover it with branches and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's actually a much simpler solution. Yeah. Um, which is take out your adamantine greatsword and chop it into bits. Ah, uh, yeah, and then Sca- carry it the Scatter bits. the bits around the place. Sweet, and then animals will eat them. Um, Bryn, in fact, will look around. Ah. Good idea. Uh, here, here, and here. Gang trails. Sweet. These are the areas where it will get eaten the fastest by pests, insects, and animals. Yeah, because we're we're not trying to be zero residual presence, but we're not actually coming down. We're coming yeah. down here to weaken Hagrolka's kingdom, not specifically to piss him yeah, off. Yeah, and the thing is, and, if um, it's Hagrolka's dragon, he's probably going to notice that he doesn't have a dragon anymore. Even yeah. if he can't find the body. Yeah, but he's not going to know what happened to his dragon. Yeah. He's not going to know that some people came down here and killed his dragon necessarily. Yeah. As much as he is if he's going to find its headless corpse, which is sort of a clue. Okay. Anyway, it's all it's it's just buying time. It's not like I expect him to just completely miss we did all this shit. But also, you know, he can't have one of those under every thicket. That was the theory. You know, killing random trolls isn't actually particularly efficacious. It's not going to weaken his kingdom noticeably. He's got a lot of trolls, but presumably doesn't have that many dragons. You you can put a dragon leader on your map if you desire, but it's it, there's nothing here. Yeah, I think um, I would like to, however, just because it like I mean. It's not really relevant where we fought yeah, the sky can. tree, but it's still history. Yeah. Um, so we're in we're in B ten, is it? Uh, up towards the top middle. Okay. Of the hex. The route that you're following, that you're following the wagons, was more or less going straight straight horizontally through the middle, and then you've diverted up to follow the lair. Yep. Yeah. All right. We will. Um, all right. What time is it at this point? We spent three hours um, hanging around watching the troll city, and then we killed the dragon, and then we did lots of lair trailing. Is um, it getting a bit late? Assuming you started the troll city in the morning, it's probably now getting on mid to late afternoon, three four o'clock. All right. Well, in that case, I think um, Kaelin's only moderately hurt. I think we will press on. Yep. We're going to try and pick up the wagon trail and see where it leads. Yep. Okay. So I will just mark off Prince Stunning Fist. She's Got enough of them that she can easily throw them at a dragon every round. Not enough of them that I don't need to track them anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, then you'd certainly have to have a lot of them for you to not need to track them anymore. Uh, the thing is, like, 20th level monk, she'll have 20 uses of stunning Okay, at that point, yeah. If, if you Certainly if you're doing a big dungeon crawl, you can easily go through that. Yeah. But if you're doing the one random encounter with a dragon, it's yeah. the thing. She's, she, if she's, she's going to run out of rounds long before she runs out of anything else. So, relative size-wise, I presume the Frost Dragon, um, Talia, and um, Talia fort was bigger? Uh, vastly so. Yeah, I thought so. Um, among other things, it was huge, looked a lot spinier, generally different entirely. Yep. Bigger, smarter, actually had treasure. Yeah, no. But I still, you know... That was that was a pretty, t- but it also came a lot closer to killing us. Yes, <laughs> it was certainly a good first round impression. It's you know, vastly higher. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm a dragon. I'm going to breath weapon you. If you had both cast protection of cold like two rounds ago, you'd both be dead now. But okay, only Tali would be dead. Check we would just a bit hot on the engine. Okay. And is your intent to keep following the wagon tracks? It is. Assuming nobody noticed we killed the dragon on the back trail? But certainly, we di- I presume we didn't find any... You know, if anybody else was watching, we didn't find any sign of them and they haven't come out or in any way no- shown up since. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Um, question marks are on the energy track or haunting me that Kaelin doesn't know about huh? oh um there's nothing there right it was just you taunting me yes because he told you you were surrounded and you went it must be true so you were taunting me yes of course you were yes no there's, there's nothing that's yep. an initiative it's just the dragon <laughs> I'm a bad person and a GM true I'm the redundancy yes yes true Alright, so your intent is to keep following on. Yep. I don't know if at this point we should give the little man a bottle and put him to bed. He seems pretty happy. He still seems pretty happy to me. Okay, sweet. We can just give him another half hour. Um, so you move on. You've, you've changed him, haven't you? Yes. Yep. So you move on, continuing to follow the wagon tracks. Yes. Um, and Bryn makes another survival check. So we're explicitly not exploring this hex at yep. this stage, we're just seeing... When you move through into the next hex, so C10... Oh, wow, straight through B10, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, it's not that, it's it's not going to take, it doesn't take awesomely long to just cross from one side of the hex to the other if you're going in a straight line. No, but there is a question that I need to ask. A10 and B10, what terrain types did they have? Because I never actually asked. Right? Forest and forest. That's what I thought for A10, but... Um, you will notice, I can, you know, I can at least determine terrain types from across You will heads. notice, however, that there is actually definitely a somewhat clear trail that these wagons are following. Sweet. Like, it's, it's certainly not a straight line where they've dead felled every tree between Heather and Thither, but it's not really a proper road. Yeah. But the track gets used enough. Um, when you come out into C10, as the hex... Um, you will see that this one, the forest starts dying off very rapidly into it and gets clear cut. Uh, this is plains. Grassland. Okay. Well, that's the first half of the hex of grassland I've found in this half of the map. Yeah, moreover, um, it is pretty obvious as you look at the, as you look at around the place that this was heavily forested at one point 
and has been and cleared. has been clear cut. There's a yep. lot, a lot, a lot of artificially cut stumps around the place. So this is actually settled land. Yeah, yeah. Um, and following through it, um, Bryn says, Bryn looks down into the snow and ah, here tracks. Wagons go through here. Few hours, several hours ago now. Before that, a short time ago, small party, light feet, small feet, humanoids go off trail that way. Points into a bit of woodland that's still there. Well, should we follow? The, should we follow them first? See what see what was going on with them. Chinchy, your your call. They're, yep. they're the more recent tracks. Yeah, let's let's follow that one. Okay. This, this wagon trail is pretty easy to spot. And because you are following the tracks, you don't need to worry about whether you hear this or not. You start following the tracks through, and they take you, you know, another half hour or so off the wagon trail, and then you hear a voice calling out in Teldane of a woman's voice going, "Help! Help! Anyone hear me? Help!" Kelm will move up. Kelm will move up mm-hmm. briskly, but still vaguely cautiously in case mm-hmm. it's an ambush. And you will see when you get up there that there are a bunch of trees that have been felled around here and are just lying, waiting to be processed or dragged off or whatever. Um, and then there is a very massive one that appears to have snapped about a quarter of the way up, rather than being cut through, that has fallen. Um, and you can see a somewhat grim scene here. There is a small group here, um, three humans, two elves. Possibly one of them's a half-elf, you can't quite tell. Um, and the elves appear The elves appear to have been splattered under the tree. Oh, dear. Like, they've, they've just been crushed under it entirely. Yeah. Um, and the... Two of the humans are stuck under it, but still appear to vaguely be moving. The elves are just flat out on their face. Yeah. Um, and there is another. There is another uh, younger woman, sort of twenty-five odd human, um, who is looks reasonably badly injured. She is bleeding from several wounds and scratches and bruises and things, and is trying in vain to pull on the chain. Yep. Just well trapped under the tree with her four companions. Yeah. And is clearly not going anywhere in a hurry at the level of strength she's pulling out at all. Yeah. Sorry, what was the chain? That I, uh, they the, they the, all appear to be chained together. She oh. has she has shackles around um her basically her legs. Right, so and the others appear to as well, with a lot of leeway between them. Yeah. But, but the five of them are all shackled together. So so game. the conception is it's kind of a line except she didn't get hit by the tree. Yeah, the tree's fallen down and hit, hit the two guys at the back, got yeah. smashed, probably killed them. Yeah. Yanked the two guys in, smash into the tree, or it's hit them on the way down. Yeah, or they've tried to dodge it being pulled they're, back they're, in. They've, the they've been hurt, but they still appear to be moving. And, and by, by luck she seems to have been the one that's been hit the least. Yeah. Or, or is the hardiest of them. Yeah. Okay, and... Um, do and the, presuming that you're trying to even vaguely sneak up on this, she's not paying attention. So no, that's fine. Um, the, the last thing I want is, do we see any trolls? No, just these five people. Sweet. Okay, in that case, Kenlin's going to entirely abandon stealth and run straight forward to the branch. Okay. And she will react to this. She looks round 
Uh, and can you make me a quick wisdom check? You can rescue people and kill a dragon. This is the best day ever. Uh, 28. Okay, you will see she she hears you as you start planking forward and turns, spins to try and face you. Instinctively, her hand ducks towards her waist and she takes a slightly defensive stance. Uh, like, purely from muscle memory, she's looking to draw a weapon that very clearly isn't there. She's yeah. just dressed in... Um, She's dressed in very beaten up clothes. It's pretty hard to tell what they were originally yeah. at this point. She clearly doesn't have any weapons, yeah. but she is some, has some sort of military training because yeah. she reacts, threat, draw my weapon. Yeah. Uh, right, I don't have a weapon. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. I can do. It's just the ingrained muscle memory twitch yeah. before she stops herself. And she looks round, eyes, eyes the two of you up, um, and she, she says, Hello. I need some help, please. Yep, absolutely, lass. Just give me a minute here. And I'm going to take a look at the two guys further under the tree that appear to be alive mm-hmm. and try and certain if any of, uh, certain if either of them are about to imminently snuff it. She is a very... I can't give me a knowledge geography check, too. That sounded like a familiar accent. That Caelan has actually heard before, but I could be wrong. Uh, that is a 16 on my knowledge geography. Where's Kaylin heard it before? Uh, I, I don't know, but she sound, to, to me it sounded a bit like um, Land of the Little Lawn Kings um, werewolf guy. What's his name? Yeah, um, she is a she. She is clearly from out of te- out of um, Teldane. He volunteered to be a counselor. That's an opportunity. Yep. No. <laughs> um, she's clearly from out of town. She is um, very. It, You'd actually guess she is Lenorn, but she's very lightly built. One of their women tend to be quite broad and yeah. strong. She's got much more of a dancer's style of body. Yeah. Um, and, you know, has reasonably tanned skin. You'd guess that she's probably originally from the land of the Lenorn kings, but her accent sounds a little a, a little bleeding into Varesian, a little bleeding into Mwangi, of all things, the sort of faux yeah. Africa. Um, you'd guess she's a Lenorn that's done a lot of travelling. Oh, sweet. Um, and yes, she's, she's hello, can you help me, please? And you, yes, run forward. Yeah. Sort of thing. And, um, yeah, I'm going to take a look at the guys under the tree who aren't dead and yep. see if they need essentially stabilising. Yep. Because my heel checks aren't much, but if they're running out of time, I also have potions. Yep. So the half elf and the elf are pretty damn dead. When yeah, you I'm go not going to worry. When you go around and look at them, the body half, their bottom halves have just been flat crushed, that have yeah. bled to death in seconds. Um, one of the third guys appears to have not been so badly crushed, but is nonetheless dead. Yeah, he's bled out in the intervening, essentially. Yeah, and the fourth one is unconscious. Yep. Okay. So um, rough heel check. Is he going to die now? No. Oh, he's, he's unconscious and stable. Sweet. Yeah, your your suspicion is this has happened long enough that ago that if he was, was going to die, die, he'd he be dead. Sweet. Okay. All right. So then Which I'm, is what happened to the third guy. Then I'm going to look at the tree. And of the five of them, you can also work out from your knowledge geography check, they all appear to be quite different. Yeah. They, they weren't originally a travelling party. They all seem to have come from different places. That guy's definitely yeah. a local Taldane. Yeah. You know, the clothes he's wearing look like local Brevoy stuff. Etc. 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 Sweet. All right. In that case, actually, I will. All right. He looks like he'll keep for at the moment. 
Here, lass, let me get that for you. And Caelan will draw his greatsword and cut the chain. Yeah, of course. Smart way to do it. You don't need to break the yeah. tree. Yeah. You just sit on the chain. At least for her, because she's just attached to it by him. Okay, and I think at this point we'll pause to attend to Mr. Lucan. So I will cut the ankle shackles from the adjoining chain and then split the ankle shackles down the middle, which won't be hard. Yep. But that you should still have loose ankle chains, but we'll worry about those later. Yeah. yeah. With with a few minutes of surgery on this, you can yep. pretty easily just take her back to having bands on her ankles. Yep. Yeah. The great sword is not really the tool to get those off, yep. but, but she's now per completely mobile again. Yeah, that, that's there. Um, you do so to the other guy as well, um, and sort of, you know, look look him over, bring him round vaguely. He sort of moans and does the sort of uh, thing... You, you think he's fine, he's just kind of going to be groggy, unconscious. And right, because uh, he's not actually under the tree per se, he just got hit by the tree. Um, he, he is very slightly stuck under it, but it's pretty trivial for you to hack him out. Sweet. Um, the thing is, with the adamantine greatsword, you could go through the tree yeah. if you needed to. Yeah, that's what I know. Could also As opposed to your odds of ever moving it with your own strength are actually pretty damn slim. Right, with that big a tree. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's one of those big calorie trunk style yep. things. Yeah, sweet. So yeah, he, he's woozy and, you know, barely yeah. conscious, and uh, appears that he'll be fine, albeit not necessarily terribly communicative. Yeah. Um, and she sits down and, ah, you know, rubs her ankles, rubs yeah. her wounds. Ah. A thousand, thousand thanks upon you, my friend. You're most welcome, lass. My name's Caelan Strongarm, this is my friend Bryn. I'm by way of, um, being king of, um, land up north. Don't know if you've heard of it. Very new kingdom. Ah, uh, you are of Stagthorn. That's the one. Close king, you are... Then we are where I thought. Close to Varnhold. Aye. It's that way. Point in the general direction. She looks, makes a note of this. I would warn you about being out here, but... You are carrying some very heavy equipment. She's eyeing up the adamantine crates, yeah. like someone who knows it's worth several thousand cold pieces. Yeah, the blind man one cheap either. Are you aware of what is going on here? Uh, possibly not as well as you, but uh, I know who Grokus started a monster kingdom down south, and they're enslaving folk. Then you are, uh, then you are well informed. My name is Jomande, Jomande Rao. Oh, glass shakes your hand, uh, and you can give me a, another rum or geography check if you desire. I do, but I fear that one's a bit beyond me. I got a nine. Okay, so it it sounds like a vaguely Mwangi name, but yep. it doesn't necessarily mean anything to you. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not a particularly Lenornian one. Yeah. Um. And she's, she says to you, I, I am Jamande. Jamande Roll. Jamande. can spell it if you particularly desire. No, that's okay. I'm just going to write it down because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to forget your people's names when you're in conversation with them. I was travelling on my way to Vanhold when... I was travelling alone on my way to Vanhold when I was accosted and overcome by... Not your average highwayman. They were trolls. I was taken to a farm. She gestures vaguely in that direction. 
direction the wagons were going? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Somewhat southeast of here, sort yeah. of thing. I've been, taken to, I've been taken to a farm to work there as a slave, stripped of weapons. Uh, I had moved moved to lumberjack duty in the hope they would arm us with axes, things of that nature. But our tools are insufficient for the job, and she gestures to off in the side, well out of the way of this, there is a bunch of stuff that appears to be like hacksaws and fairly rudimentary things like that. There are many more. There are, there are many more who were kept enslaved by Hagrokka's kingdom. You should be very careful. There are many dangerous creatures around this area who are who serve him. I um, we met a dragon, uh, Skel Skelnar, I believe he called himself. Yes, the dragon guards the way to the west. Guarded. Kevin will dig in his pack and produce Skelnar's head. She stares at it slightly disbelievingly. How recent was this? Uh, a couple of hours ago. Then we have time. We should go now, quickly. She stands up and starts limping off. Um, we hid the body. They hopefully won't discover he's dead for a little while. It is not that. She she starts walking Yeah, off. yeah. The, the, I will pick up the guy who's still semi-conscious. Oh, she'll, she'll actually help you. Yeah, yeah. I'll put, I'll put the Probably guy... Probably strap him over the, the horse. horse. Yeah, it's a war saddle. I can strap him in. Yes, she she looks over the horse mode and, and says, forgive my rudeness, but I presume you have no more horses, wagons, carts? No. Bryn doesn't need such things. And um, I, I just need the one. And you begin walking off. She, she's leading. Yeah, yeah. I figure we'll have the conversation about why she should think we, we should leave on the on the road. Says, there are several. There are several farms. There are several farms to the southeast, but filled filled with slaves. But they are not guarded. The what prevents us from freeing Hagrokka's land is that we are surrounded. To the west, to the west of here, there was the dragon. To the east, a giant. Above us, a kingdom of hostile lizard folk. Ah. Effect, keeping us as effectively pinned in as walls. I see. The trolls come by to retrieve the lumber periodically, and we take wagons to the kingdom. It is lies in the west, and she tells you where the grog is. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, I, I um, ran into, we, we had our own run-in with the lizard folk, and we've seen the troll city in the distance. I heard there was a giant and a dragon found here, but... And she tells you all this, you know, quite quite precisely and quite matter-of-factly, yeah. like she's been thinking for some time yeah, about yeah, what this, bits of information are useful here. Yeah, this, 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 this girl's clearly had some classy military training. Um... Let me um, have a rifle in my stuff. What can I give her while we're on the road? It is not likely we will come across a troll patrol, but it is always possible. If you have spare weapons, uh, if you have spare weapons, you may lend me. I would be happy. I am capable with them. Particularly if you, she glances over your pile. If you have an Eldori sword, Eldori's longsword. Ah. No, a less not my not my thing. Uh, and, uh, what kind of weapons do you favour? Short, light, quick. Uh, let's see. Finessable. Yep. Um, I've got this. No, no, it's a bit lighter than you fancy, and I will dig out a silver dagger. Yep. She holds him. A short blade. She 
but better than what we have. And um, you're welcome to me flail. Uh, no, it's a bit. It, it li- it'll be a bit larger and heavier than what you're useful, but. but still, still so. she, she yep. will. She will take. You know, stop for a moment. Take the sheath and scabbard and everything yep. off you and strap them all on herself. Yeah. No, I don't have anything. I've got a um, got down here. I've got a magic great axe. I don't actually remember what that is. I think I might um, magic great axe. I might just you ran across one somewhere. Right. Well, if I didn't write down the details of it, then I don't effectively have it. Right. Um. Where was she at? She was saying that they were pen- effectively penned in. Yep. And they sent supplies to Hogrolka's kingdom. They sent supplies to Hogrolka's kingdom, feeding he and him and his army of trolls. They do not... Uh, they, they are not builders or farmers. But war- being a warrior has a strength all of its own. Of course. They say there are several dozen slaves. There are several dozen slaves kept in the farm, kept in the farms to the southeast of here. If the dragon has been removed and no new guardians have been installed, then it is very and, and we can break their chains. Then it is very possible we can simply take everyone and be out of here as fast as we can. Sounds great. I have no objection to it. As far as I know, the um, w- the way we came in, we've explored pretty well. As long as we detour around the um, lizard folk village. Um, we should be able to get north without too many problems once we get a ways out of here. No, we um, should perhaps have, should have thought of wagons. Kellen briefly reflects that a slave uh, rescue mission perhaps bringing a few more horses might not have been a crazy plan. On the other hand, you, you wouldn't have remotely come equipped for this sort of thing. She's looking no. several dozen people. No, that's You'd quite true. have brung an army down here. Yeah, mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, Bryn can hide us and a horse, but asking you to hide us and a dozen horses is probably pushing our luck. Plus, I still don't have a dratted stables, so Elsa presumably doesn't have a dozen spare horses. And she will basically give you a a, a precise, sort of relatively, um, not necessarily military, but a relatively intelligent viewpoint of what's going on down there, which yeah. is basically... Um, this hex is filled with several dozen farms. It yep. is literally a farm hex in yep. the same way your ones are. Yeah. Which comprises of more than one farm. Yeah. Um, and that Hagroka has a bunch of slaves down there, mostly working farming, a few working lumber. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, all of which are kept in the same sort of fashion you saw her, a bunch of them chained together in assorted smaller groups. Yeah. But what's keeping them from running is effectively the fact that they have no weapons they'd go slowly and they've got a bunch of monsters around them who could take them out just like that. Yeah. Yes, I can see... I mean, fighting a dragon's pretty hardcore, let alone doing it well shackled and unarmed. So, what was to the south? Because you said north lizard folk, west dragon, east giant. Yeah. Uh, She doesn't know what's to the south. Right, so it could Um, be anything. But but she has been told that there are monsters all around them. Yeah. So there could be something nasty further south. Plus, south appears the Iron Race, isn't it? So it's an unexplored kingdom full of wyverns, basically. Um, where's my... Where's, hang on, let me look at my kingdom. That just refreshed my memory. 
I've had to guess about what's around us anymore since she's really that nice map. Just uh, south of us is ah move on. Yeah. Right. So, so fine if you can get that. Yeah, Grotten and move on. I've got a feeling there. Yeah. So fine if you can get that. Probably fine if you can get that far down. Yeah. But the it's it's the upper unexplored limits of the kingdom up yeah. there. So. You know, well, it's theoretically their land that might still have monsters and bandits. And yeah, yeah. Um, regardless, she doesn't know. Jamandi can tell you that she has um, come through a couple of hexes. Um, she, she was coming through a couple of hexes up from here. Yeah. Um, up about where the abandoned keepers, when she got dropped by a bunch of trolls. Yeah. Um, and then essentially woke up here. Based off your understanding of the area, she can say, "Okay, yeah, I'm, I, we're in this hex style." Yeah. Thing. So how long? How long has she been? How long has she been enslaved? About three months at this point. Right. Yep. I was traveling through. I was traveling through from an Australia's lands from the Hooktong Slough, headed for Van Holt. I thought I was. Cap- I thought I was capable of handling myself in the wilderness. A student would seem has much to learn. Nods and bows her head slightly at this. That look good. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit early. I'll see if I can tell back Okay, where were we? Um, we were marching along to. She was telling us stuff she'd worked out in the three months she's been here about. Yep. She was giving us a fairly military assessment. Yes, yes. So she thinks with the dragon gone and the ability to break the chains, there's no reason you couldn't march everyone out of here. Sweet. Um, yeah, she doesn't think it would necessarily be easy. Yeah. But it's a better alternative than waiting for Hugrolka to suss out that his dragon is gone. They add a larger big monster and then their best escape attempt is blowing. Yep. Yep. Sweet. And not to mention, you know, having someone with actual martial skill leading them out, who's yeah, heavily yeah. armed, armoured and ready to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you you continue to walk in yeah. that direction. And while she well well you walk, um, she will happily tell you who she is and where she's from and that sort of thing. If yeah, you're in, interested. Oh yeah, in fact, extremely interested. She says, "I am Jamande, Jamande Rol. Uh, the name in the tongue of my people means one of many bloods." Uh, my father came from here, from north to your icy mountains, the land of the Lenorn kings. I, I, I know, I know of it. And my mother was of the Mwangi blood, of the jungles, to the deep south across the ocean. Interesting combination. My, very cold and very hot. My father spoke so much of his love of travel that I came across these lands to see what there was to be seen. I have seen many interesting things. Erori, the master of masters, has granted me the gift of the strength to have these experiences, to gain the, to gain what knowledge I can from this. I am embarrassed to have been beaten and condemned as a slave by the trolls, but all the, but all defeats serve a purpose as well as all victories. There is something to be learned from this, and perhaps I am here to help lead you, I, people, so that they can be freed. It's um. Would it certainly be? It'll certainly be a lot easier with your with your knowledge. That um and um, my friend Bryn there follows Aurora as well. Uh, and I understand that from her that um, 
all, all, all battle has a purpose. You are a part of the Kingdom of Stagthorn as well? Yes. I am Kaelin's Royal Enforcer. <laughs> she, she nods slightly yeah. at this. It wasn't what she was thinking. Yeah. And, uh, partner. Uh, I am Kaelin's. Giovanni sort of looks at you slightly. Ah, I see. Uh, a few years ago, I was... I, a few years ago, I was working jobs as a caravan guard when I met a man who thrashed me in a duel of swordsmanship uh, swiftly, but not unkindly, by the name of Van Thorn. Aye. I have been told that he has set up a kingdom hereabouts and that he is taking students, that he holds no prejudice against the gender. Van's a man of very few prejudices. He's a good man, good friend. I um, stayed up with I stayed up with Lord Thorne and Bravoy as an armsmaster for a year or so, and um, I know him well. The, um, he's a he's a he's a bloody good swordsman. I am told his brother Tristan was to be the king here. She looks at you slightly, slightly, uh, slightly sideways. That was that was Lord Thorne's notion, but uh, um, Tristan had had no desire to rule the land, and I did, so we worked it out between us. He's um, he's my magister, very good at it, but um, he's got he's got the knowledge, but he's got more academic interests and the um, likes to have the opportunity to um, pursue them without having to worry without the kingdom bothering him while he does so. She, at least I believe that's what it was. She she nods. Ah, I see. All should all should attend to all should all should all should work in their areas of strength where they are most comfortable. I was a mercenary myself with the Karen's Raiders, a band up north of here, been um, a fair ways round the world before I um, the ba- Karen died and the band broke up, and I came to work for Lord Thorn for a time. Now you are a king and a Drake Slayer. Apparently, Kim Pats is, 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 is a fact. That's a new one, certainly. I've killed a few big beasties, but um, it wasn't a very big dragon, but it was certainly the biggest I've ever seen. In any event, I was heading to Van Thorn's. I was heading to Van Holt to become a student of this of Van when I have gotten somewhat off track. Aye. Somewhat off track. But as you say, the um, you're a few months delayed, maybe. But um, you're um, potentially in the position to help a lot of other people. Yes, the others down here have similar but different stories. They have been. Travelling to Mivon, to Grozen, to Vanhold, moving across these lands when they have been accosted and taken. Aye, we need to sort this business out. Most of them are not fighters, just civilians. Yeah. What's your martial training, if you don't mind my asking? I am self. I am self-taught in a variety of what in these lands you would consider strange weapons. I have not seen one as elegant in some time as the Eldori sword. And I have come here to further my studies under one who knows. To see what it is the Master of Masters has planned for me. Um, so she will discuss a, a yeah. variety of things with you. And she is functionally a fighter with a variety of exotic weapon proficiencies and weird Mwangi shit that you've never heard of. Awesome. Um, I might have it. 
among other things, her feet her feet's are put into she's proficient with something called the split spear, which you've never heard of, but it's yeah. basically a pointed spear, like one of those snake wrangling stick things. Yeah. Um and then some other weapon she described the land of the Lenorn Kings that appears to be made from two massive elk horns that you kind of swing like a double bladed sword. Yeah. Yeah. And she's exotically proficient with an Eldori longsword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, which in all fairness you, we ought to be able to provide. Tristram would certainly give her his if we yeah. yeah, it, it doesn't sound like she has any formal military training, but yeah. class-wise it'd be fighter. Yeah. And as a consequence, you know, she, she perceives things from that fashion. Yeah, yeah. And has been thinking for the last three months of how do I escape from here? Yeah. What resources do I need? Where can I get weapons? Where are the threats? Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. I'll ask her about her, the man she was chained to, given that he seems to be pretty out of it. Caleb. He is a farmer. Caleb, he was coming north. He was coming north from... Yes, he was coming north from... He was coming north from Yvonne. To join your Stagthorn. Ah, right. His family are still back with the farm. Right. He is a decent. He is a decent enough man. I would like to get him out of here. Absolutely. Yeah. Between the two of us in Bryn, we ought to be able to one hold off anything nasty um, that comes along, long as it's not too big or too many. Um, if we can get anybody, get the civilians. Um, in a group and those of us with a bit more military experience to the front and the rear we can get them moving as best we can have you any gift of words I have been trying to rally these people for some time some of them have been here for a year or more they are broken when there is when they do not work hard enough circumstances move against them and there is not enough harvest Ah, uh, yeah, I get you. Trolls must eat. I um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not it's not my longest uh, it's not my longest suit. Um, hacking things up with great swords thing. I'm uh, I guess I've had the most practice in, but I can give it I can give it a swing. I um have had a bit more practice in it in this last couple of years than I did previously. Oh. And I was a sergeant sergeant before that. We will do what we can then. Yeah. We got to get. I, I agree with you entirely. We got to get them out. To, we got to get them out tonight if we can. The, um, I've got some supplies and that in my pack for a couple for us for a couple of weeks. Should um, last to give everyone to give everyone some meager rations for a couple of days. And if we can get them, if we can get them a, a decent few miles north, we'll be well on the road for Stagthorn and could slow the pace. Can you move any faster, like like your hunter girl? Nay, that's her gift and not mine. I could go faster if I took the armor off, but I'd rather not. <laughs> Shiny armor makes him feel safe, but it must be loud in the forest. So loud, <laughs> so so loud. <laughs> and the three of you, the well, the four of you, yep. with Caleb, continue pace like this. Yeah. Um. And. About halfway into the into the hex, you arrive at the first of these farms. Yeah, and they look like exactly what you would expect them to look like. They look like peasant farms. A bit the houses are clearly a lot more ramshackle. They've been peasant built, but hastily and uh-huh. not necessarily with the best materials. And yeah. Things. Um. 
and there are people out working in the fields harvesting that sort of thing. I'm really glad I took the dragon's head. And it's going to make it a lot more convincing that I killed the dragon. From a distance, people will vaguely look up at you as they see you, but nobody experiences any particular excitement or alarm. Yeah. You know, you, you're presumably just the lumberjacks coming back. Yeah. Well, the, you know these people. What's our best move? This pattern extends for many miles. We must go from farm to farm, convince them as quickly as we can that they must come with us or remain behind to die. Free them from their chains. Show them that the dragon is dead. The head will be very useful. Yep. And then move from here as fast as we can. This will not be quick, but it it will hopefully be fast enough. Aye. And that's pretty much what you end up doing. So what we see here is the montage scene. You see Kaelin go up to some disbelieving woman who's working out in the field with a little eight-year-old girl style of thing, both toiling away with, with... Sides and that sort of thing. They have weapons of a sort if you count the sides and hoes yeah. and rakes and things. And and she looks disbelieving at you. Caleb explains something yeah. off screen. You hack the chains free that are around her ankles. Yeah. Much like Jamandi, she can clearly go in and out of the house, out to the fields, actually yeah. work with them. She's not chained to anything. Yeah. But it's definitely enough to be an obstacle. Yeah. And she runs back inside to start packing up whatever meager possessions she has, style of thing with the yeah. girl. And you go to the next farm. Yeah. You know, at one of them you find Caleb's family and Caleb who's shaking his head out yeah. of it, you know, embraces his wife style of thing and yeah. animatedly explains to them what's going on. Yeah, I will give Caleb a potion if he needs one because we're going to want to put the kids up on the ho- smaller kids up yeah. on the horse. Yeah. And Caleb could probably carry a, jump cu- a couple of kids for a decent ways without significantly slowing down. And so you go around and start trying to basically free all these people, convince yeah. them to go... Um, some of them are terrified, and they yeah. tell you that people have escaped before, yeah. and and they they know, quote-unquote, that no one's ever made it out alive. Yeah. Although, of course, since no one would come back to tell them. Yeah, yeah, they, they believe. They're, they're pretty much assuming by virtue of the fact that no real large-scale effort has been made to rescue them, no one's really aware they're here. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the guys has claimed several times to be the, you know, ne- nephew-in-law of the Queen of Vivon style of thing, and if yeah. if only he could get a message out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, sure he is. <laughs> and so we see the montage of you going around breaking chains, freeing people. You are talking several dozen people here. Yeah. Um, at least about, at, at least seven or eight kids in the process. Yeah. Um, so what, 30 or 40? 40 or 50? Seven. More. Um, you're talking 60, 70 people. Sweet. That gives me a good, good um, assessment. You will notice very rapidly no elderly among them. Yeah. Uh, no one who is unable to work, no disabled, no lame. Yeah. Etc. Etc. Because the kids will presumably grow up to be slaves. Yeah, and also all the kids seem to be of, you know, vaguely working age. Yeah. I mean, even your kingdom, you know, the eight year old kids do a bit of peasant farming. Yeah. Things. yeah. They also go to school and things like that. Yeah. They're clearly not doing here, but. Yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so what's essentially going to happen here? Is you're going to have this montage scene where you free all these people, then try and get them out through um, through the dragon's hex, yeah, and then up, up, up to the first hex that's actually claimed within your kingdom, yeah, 
wherever that is. Um, so it's going to be through um, F9, you know, pa- through um, B9, past, uh, uh, not through the yep. Lizard Kingdom Hex, um, up to um, up to the Ruined Keep area, yep. up to the Druid Hex, and then beyond that, Ladies and Eyes Estate, at the yep. point we will consider ourselves safe. <laughs> Every time you find shit, you take it to Ladies and Eyes Estate. It's because she's the southernmost point. Yep, yep. Besides, you know, like she is a noble of the kingdom. This yes. kind of, this kind of, and you know, prestige and so on. Yeah. So they leave nobles of the kingdom, really. The the real question here is how fast you can essentially harry these people along. Yeah, how fast? We, first, can I convince them all to go yeah. speedily? And secondly, how fast I can actually get them moving? Yeah. So this is functionally a skill challenge, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Now, some of these people are are too afraid to go in the first place. Yeah. And. I mean, there's several things you could do. You could whack them over the head and forcibly abduct them. Yeah. Um, you could leave them here, which is not good either. You know, you could try and convince them, etc., etc. You probably won't get everyone. Among other things, Jamandi will tell you that there are several parties out hunting for small animals and lumber and that sort of thing. She doesn't know where they are. She doesn't know when they'll be back. Yeah. There might be other farms and adjacent hexes, but she doesn't know. Yeah. I think we'll... We'll keep a bit. Of, we'll draw a wide net in terms of keeping an eye out for farming parties. If we could pick up any really obvious trails, we might try and follow them. Yeah. But we're not going to just wait for people to come back indefinitely. So, for starters, this, so this is a, a skill challenge for you and Bryn. Yep. The number of successes accrued, accrued tell you how well you do this, how quickly you do it, whether you run into any trouble doing it, etc., etc., etc. Yep. Uh, the first of which you start with. Um, Getting the people out is not problematic. You yeah. smash their chains. There's there's no nothing stopping them. There's no guards. You can yeah. take them at any point. It's getting them to move that's your first challenge. So that is either diplomacy or intimidate because you can't just tell them. You know, if you stay here, you will die. I am better at intimidate, but no diplomacy. Yes. Alright, sweet. And I will take that. That's a 19. I have my free agent of change re-roll, which I keep, was keeping an eye on, but I got a nice number, so I won't worry about that. So, most of them seem to um, fall in line. A few of them seem reluctant. You'll notice when you get halfway through that one or two have fallen out of your party again. Yeah. But for the most part, you're collecting most of the um, yeah. millions. Yeah. So, um, if anyone wants to stay behind, I won't quarrel with them. Yeah. Um, basically, I'll... I'll in fact, say that anyone who wants... To, I don't think it's a good idea, but if you want to stay behind, you can. Um, you can tell them that we will be coming back down here at some point to try and to try and knock this shit off, but it could be a few months and it's not safe to stay. Secondly, trying to work out... Um, when, when you start this party of people moving, you need to sort of harry them along, you need to look after them, yep. you need to work out which people are on the verge of... Um, not not physically collapsing, but actually breaking down. Yeah. Which people are going to freak out and run away if anything happens? We yeah. want to put all this party, etc., etc. Uh, that is in absence of any leadershipy skills you have. That is sense motive. Yep. All right. And can Bryn make a check as well? Yes, if she we can. take the best one. Yes, you can. Which would be twenty-two for her. All right. I think Kaelin got a seven, so I think we'll take Bryn. 
So which makes sense because it's kind of like a wolf pack, only with humans. There's, you've got cubs, you've got uh, um, jumpy people, you've got Brun, Brun, identi- Brun identifies one of the people. Um, she looks and says, "Watch this one, jumpy, nervous, has been cowed by alphas in his pack, Agrolka trolls. Will run to them seeking safety. Foolish, but." ingrained into him and indeed you're sort of keeping an eye on him and a bit of the way through the journey he freaks out and just bolts off to try to running in the direction of the troll lairs to try and warn them yeah. some, from such thing and Brid just punches him out yeah. bang and yeah. then people start carrying him yeah The next one is you have a bunch of people who none of them are, are seriously wounded per se. Certainly, no one's bleeding out or stabbed or anything. But the people are generally vaguely malnourished. They've, yeah. clearly, they've clearly been eating and drinking, but they tell you that essentially, if enough of the harvest doesn't go to the trolls, the trolls start eating them. So they go hungry rather than if the trolls go hungry. Yeah. So they're a bit malnourished, a bit beaten, a bit beaten down, a bit dehydrated, etc., etc., etc. Um, and it's again working out which ones need urgent care, how fast yeah. you're going to be able to get them to go safely. Can we run short distances or is that too much? Uh, this is heal. Okay. But Bryn doesn't have any of it either, does she? Nope. Nor just Dumandi, incidentally. Kaelin's trend continues. Okay. Uh, I got a four. Yep. And that is better than Bryn's. Yep. So. At this point, you you assess they're probably going to get tired at some point, but you're not really sure when. Yeah. Because this is going to go over the course of a couple of days, or yeah. montage time. You run them a bit heavy one day, and then they're very slow the next day, and you're ultimately yeah. losing time rather than gaining it. So yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and what is the next one for this? And the last. No, sorry, not the last, quite the last one up. Uh, the next one up you have is trying to work out the quickest and best route to get back there. Yeah. With, with a group this large, what's the best way to get through? Where are the areas that are going to take us vaguely towards food? Yeah, because we want to stop for, stop for water and food and things. Yeah, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they have rudimentary supplies like blankets and canteens and that yeah. sort of thing. They've been given enough to live, but yeah. nothing in the old tents and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so this is survival or knowledge geography. Okay. Because well, you know where the right places in the land are. All right. I have three in survival, and I also have... And I have two in knowledge geography, so I'm going to go with survival. <laughs> Bryn will roll a 20 on that, a oh. grand total of 30. Okay, yeah. I got a nice 15, but I think we'll take Britain's number. So Bryn leads you swiftly through the woods. Yeah. Um, picking out um, a variety of spots where there's good food to be found. She says, you know, there's a sort of shortcut we can take through here that'll yeah. at least knock a couple of hours off our journey, that kind yeah. of thing. Right, that's all good. And the. Kellen will carry different small children piggyback most of the way. And various people will ride his horse, probably, again, groups of children. And the last one up you have is you, you can't really miss this. Um, and the, the guy that tried to run will dump over the back of the yeah. horse, with all which, the which will be uncomfortable, but he can suck it up. With all the assorted tracks and things around, um, it becomes obvious as you're heading up through B9 
um, that there are a whole bundle of trolls, possibly the army, up and about here again, right. doing whatever. Okay. So you are going to have to pick your way through and around them. Yep. Um, and this is hide. Okay. Um, now, how does this work? Is this just a straight skill challenge hide? Can yeah, Bryn, Bryn, can Bryn use hush? Or? Bryn can't use hush because the amount of people she has are, are yep. too huge to cover. But because it's she's hiding the group at large anyway. Yeah. Um, you can't use the cloak of elf kind either because it will only hide you. Yeah. So is it a skill challenge at our normal high draw? Very much so. So I can't, but I can't add the cloak of health and kind to cancel yeah, out my armor negatives only, because it will only help you. Oh yeah, your army negatives will largely be relevant anyway. Yeah. It's about hiding other people. Yeah. So anything you've got that will affect you is not going to be a real problem. All right. So we'll just because the thing is, your armor negatives are pretty surpassed by the fact that you have seventy people, which yes. is so making a hell of a lot more noise than you are. So my armor negatives aren't, don't count. So I'm just yeah. going to roll at my negative at my zero bonus and see. If Brent can do better. I did actually roll a 16. And she will fail that as well. Okay. Alright, which is probably going to mean we run into trouble around that point. Okay. So, you are slowed doing this, and it takes a couple more days than you might necessarily like. Yeah. Um, You are not accosted by a troll army but you're pretty sure that you're leaving plenty of signs of your passage for anyone who knows how to read them relatively easily. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I was endeavouring to hide the presence of his dragon. I figure he's going to work out what happened to his slaves. Um, but if we, certainly in the immediate term, if we draw a pursuit party, we'll have to deal with that. And you are, however, getting the people out of there. The few that fall, the few that fall are capable of being carried and that sort of thing. Sweet. And... You progress up, and when you hit letting the knives hex, you go basically bang on her door and give yeah. her a long-suffering butler who's always the guy greeted with when yeah. this sort of thing happens. He says, yes, may I help you? Ah, your majesty, your, your majesty, how may I assist you in your... Your, your majesty, how may I assist you in... He looks past you at the hordes of people now camped on in front of Your... Travelling band. Uh, we've got some um, people that have been abducted from. Um, were abducted on the road from Hidrogolka's kingdom. We've just um, rescued them and um, are headed in north back to Stagthorn. Just um, need to stop and um, take a breather, get some supplies and the like. I will, of course, reimburse her ladyship for anything she can assist us with. Well, of course, Your Majesty. I'll have letters sent ahead to the proper authorities. <laughs> and yes, at yes. this point we will slow right down. Yep. Supplies will come south to us. Yep. And we'll take a bit more care of everybody. Yep. And basically the goal is to get everyone into Elk's Rest. Yep. And just the kingdom will cover some supplies and things for them to get themselves sorted out, at which point they can make the decision about what they want to do from there. Yep. All good. Okay, so yes, so we head north with our rescued band. Yep. Where your guards and council having received words are basic, a word are basically out ready to receive them. Yep. And the refugees are taken in with open arms. Yes. Yes, people who um, people who were actually coming north to to Stagthorn yep. can be 
essentially, you know, given some time to recover and support yeah, and so yeah. on, and then basically passed on to where they wanted to go. So y- you will discover that um, several of them are people who were coming here. Yeah. Several of them are actually your citizens who were travelling around, in and around and elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and several of them, you know, belong to assorted neighbouring kingdoms or are passing travellers or things of that nature. Yeah, at which point we can um, give them some support to recover and mm-hmm. things to move on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamundi, I will invite to stay if she's interested in staying, but she's also welcome to just move on to Van Van Hall if that's her desire. Um, so you, you're going to have sooner problems than that. Ah, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you basically gather the council together for a meeting. Yep. Um, bring Jamundi in on it to say, here's here's our source yep. of information on what Agroth is doing. Blah, yep. blah, blah. Um And she starts explaining to the council. The trolls seem unable to work. The trolls seem largely unable to feed themselves from the farm. With the farmlands, with the farmlands empty, I presume they will have to move. You know, people nod. This was sort of what came up the previous time. Um, and she says, I, I will tell you what I know of, of Hagrolkin's stronghold. I have maneuvered my way onto the delivery carts in an effort to escape. And gives you a basic outline of it's yay here. I think there's a room here like this. Uh, I know there's a secret entrance going in here uh, that I'm not supposed to know about. Yeah. Style of thing. Awesome. Um, and as she is explaining this, uh, one of your soldiers comes in, knocks rapidly on the door, comes into the council, speaks to Akaros, shows him some notes on a piece of paper. Akaros looks at bangs his hand on the table, Jumandi shuts up. Trolls are moving. The army's coming. Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. We're, stir- we're stirring up the horn's nest. Now let's finish kicking them. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, one of Hagrolka's armies is on the move. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. And if you like, we can leave it there. I'm happy to leave it there.